Fox's Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Mr. Jim Dutton, you are a riot. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Yeah, I'm calling to speak to the great one on home repair. <laughs> America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com, wall foam insulation for existing homes. Cadell Electric Services, for all of your electrical needs. Dallas Bath and Glass, frameless shower doors. Texas Remodel Team, your complete solution for home renovations. U.S. Tree Care, give your trees the care they need. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 1-800-288-9227. That's the number to call any home improvement question you have, 1-800-288-9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a store near you. Now... You can hear my voice is a little messed up today, more messed up than normal. If you got a question, by all means, pick up the phone and give me a call because while you're asking questions, I don't have to be talking. And my voice does not need to be talking any more than necessary today. So the number, 1-800-288-9227. Help me out and give me a call, 1-800-288-9227. Also, don't forget you can check out our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information. You can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. You can also sign up to be a member where you can shoot me an email. And I actually had an interesting one come in this week that I'm going to go over here in just a minute. Plus, starting on January 30th, we got a little six-part series video that we're going to be playing and uh, each sex, each segment will be seven to eight minutes. And like I said, it'll start on January 30th, and a new part will be released every week. And that's going to be on the Patterson project we did. Uh, so it's going to it's a quite a a moving video. So I want to encourage everybody to go to the website thipro.com to take a look at that as well. But again, our phone number one eight hundred two eight eight. Nine two two seven. David in Plano. What can I do for you? Hey Jim, um, I have got a plumbing question for you. I got about a thirty-year-old Fox and Jacobs home, and I have a hot water line uh, that's it's sprung a leak. Uh, oh, probably about fifteen years ago, and the spot it was in was uh, going to be real difficult to fix it. So I yeah, I put a uh, compression patch on it. And okay. earlier this week, it, I had a leak in that same area, thinking that was the where it was leaking from, but it was not. It was just on the other side of the stud from from this patch, uh, and it was a mess. There was uh, probably about uh, just a 16-inch run, and there was multiple little pinholes in this copper line. Uh, there was probably two couplings 
in this line in the short run for some reason. There was a pinhole right between those two couplings. It was probably just maybe two inches of pipe right there. Mm-hmm. On the other side of one of the couplings, it's, you know, another pinhole. Just what what would cause copper to start leaking that uh, badly? Well, what happened was, you know, we used to make all our own copper pipes and stuff, and then we thought we'd get smart and import from China. And the stuff we got from there was crap, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. It's the different grade, and it just has not held up like old copper pipes used to. And water lines, as they age, they do tend to, whether it's whether it's the old galvanized pipes or copper or any other pipe, uh, they will tend to start thinner uh, for no other reason than water going through a pipe continuously wears on it. That's how we got the Grand Canyon. Well, the pipes mm. wear that way as well. Um, you, you really, you're going to... When you start getting these leaks, now 15 years apart, I, I would say, okay, if it was just one little hole in there, I'd say I wouldn't worry about it yet. But the fact that you tell me it's full of pinholes like that, you're yeah. probably at the point where you got to look at one of two options. One is to repipe the house completely. Uh, and if you're going to do that, I would look at using PEX pipe. Right. Because for a repipe, it's flexible. It's easier to get through every place that needs to go. You're going to end up doing uh, sheetrock repairs because for your drop downs you got to cut through sheetrock and stuff sure or your other uh, choice is a system called e-pipe now the e-pipe what they do is they come in and remove all the valves uh, all the spigots and everything sandblast through the pipes to clean it out and then they uh, blow an an epoxy resin through the pipes Hmm. and basically what they're doing is coating the inside of the pipe uh, by doing that, they're sealing up any leaks that are there. They're uh, basically putting a PVC pipe inside of that copper sleeve. And so it, it's like repiping the house, only you don't have to go through and tear up all the sheetrock to do it. Now, they may have to, like, if there's a shower that doesn't have an access panel behind it, yeah, they still may have to access some sheetrock in places like that, but it's far less invasive. I'm not going to tell you it's any cheaper because chances are it's not, other than the fact that you don't have to do a bunch of sheetrock repair afterwards so your house isn't full of dust and, and uh, you know, trying to match back the old sheetrock and such. Sure. Either yeah. way is going to be relatively costly. Uh, I do... You know, because I have a plumbing company, I do quite a few reroutes like that, replacements like that, where, where we go in and replace them with, with uh, the PEX. But I a lot of times tell people I would take a look at the e-pipe as well because it is it is a very good option. Uh, Ace Duraflow makes it, and it is a it is a permanent fix. Okay. Is there a too a too uh, small of a line that that uh, uh, would not work in? Well, the a standard house is going to have half inch plus pipes in it, so uh, for that, it's not a problem at all. Okay. All right. Well, thank now, you I'll much. give you uh, I'll give you somebody you can call for the uh, okay. e pipe system, DFW pipe restoration. 
And uh, their number is 972-929-3300. That's DFW Pipe Restoration? Correct. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, good luck with that. Take care, David. Bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And, you know, redoing those old pipes on on, on the houses, it can get rather expensive. And whether you're, again, dealing with copper pipes or the old galvanized pipes, sooner or later you're going to be facing the fact that you got to replace them or do this e-pipe system. So... Just keep that in mind. Again, I want to talk about our website, thipro.com. And I mentioned that we got our members-only site there. And the members-only site, yes, that is a paid section. But what that does is give you the ability to shoot me an email that I answer personally. And I got one that, you know, really, it kind of goes in line with this call we just had. Uh, because there's a lot of plumbing out there that as it ages, it has to be replaced. You know, we got to update our infrastructure of our house basically well this this email came to me we just bought a 1928 home in lakewood area found that the sewer line is broken somewhere between main house and guest house via the pipe camera considering trenchless repair if possible or traditional repair on break point and then trenchless for remaining line in hopes of maintaining the rest of the line's integrity what is your is your experience or suggestions when it comes to traditional versus, versus trenches repair? Well, <clears throat> I got to tell you that the trenches repair is, is really not anything that's new. It's something that's been around for years, especially on larger pipes. In um, several years ago, it was scaled down for doing homes. Now, there are some limitations to it. It's great for straight runs. If you got T's into the pipe, things like that, not so good. But it is a very viable repair for straight runs. The biggest thing you got to watch for, if you got big bellies in the line or something like that, the trenchless repair will not take that out. You're still going to have those bellies that can accumulate debris and cause a clog. However, if the you know, if the only problem is that the old clay pipe or old concrete pipe or even old cast iron pipe has just worn out, needs replacing, but the, the line is in good alignment and everything else, that trenchless re repair is a great way to go. It will cost you more than doing a traditional dig the trench and replace it pipe, but if you got driveways above it, landscaping, different things like that that would be very expensive to redo, it is a, a, a much more cost-effective way to go. And yes, you can go down, replace a section if it's totally collapsed, and then do the rest of the pipe that way. One thing you got to keep in mind, there will be a pit at both ends. Uh, you know, Basically, where you start pushing the new pipe through the old pipe and where it's going to come out at the end. So you will still have two holes dug in the yard, but... Beyond that, it is a very viable repair, and it is used even under slabs in some cases. Again, only on a good straight run, though, where you, where you got to tee into it. Uh, they really don't have a good way to secure all that yet, although I expect that's going to happen one day as well. 
1-800-288-9227. Les, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hey, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, so I'm a do-it-yourselfer uh, and kind of a cheapskate. So I want to attempt this project by myself, and I was wondering if you can recommend anyone that I can pay to consult. I tore out my uh, central heat unit. I'm installing many splits, and for my heating, I want to do a hydronic system in the floor. I've got a pier and beam house, uh, and I just was wondering if you knew of anyone that could like give advice about you know what kind of recirculator, what pumps to buy, uh, you know. W- do I insulate under the floor, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, so you're gonna you're, you're gonna use the uh, recirculating system to heat the home, and then you're putting in a different air conditioning system as well for cooling. Yeah, doing zones, mini splits in different parts of the house, uh, and those okay. have a, a heat element in them. But you know, I like right. the idea of warm floors. But okay, I, you know, it's like I only have one caution for you on it. Our climate now for like this, we're getting we've got a cold front coming in right now, and it's it's cool and it's going to stay cool for a few days. That will be fine to use that type of heating, where you will run into trouble with a uh, heating system like that is, and it's not so bad on a pier and beam like you're talking about on slabs. And and this is just for everybody else listening on slabs, it is miserable to use a recirculating system like that in our climate because we go in some days from heating to air conditioning and back to heating. Those systems won't change that fast. Once it's on heat, oh yeah, once you shut it down, it'll take it a couple days to quit heating. So uh, just as a caution for everybody else who's listening right now, especially if you got a concrete slab, you're going to want to be careful if you're looking at going at one of these systems. Works great in the northern states where... You turn the heat on, leave it on for six months, and then shut it off. But in our climate where we flip back and forth, it can be rather t- relatively tricky. Now, doing it in a uh, pier and beam home, it's going to have actually a quicker response time. Uh, and so that makes it a little bit more viable. Unless, if you don't mind holding on, I'm going to take a quick break here, and we'll come sure. back and talk about this a little bit more in detail because this is, this is a great question. And, and actually, for a pier and beam home, not a bad solution either. Because there's some things duct tape just won't fix. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Advent Air, the comfortable solution. you got to give them a call for all your air conditioning needs. Alrighty, 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, that's 1-800-288-9227. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. All right, we got Les on the line, and uh, Les is looking at putting a recirculating system in to heat his floors in a pier and beam home, which will help keep the house warm as well. And uh, Les, have you started the project at all yet? Yeah, I, I've got the tankless water heater. I'm going with that instead of a boiler, since, like you say, it's, okay. you know, we're in a climate where it's not going to run all the time. Right. But I haven't bought the PEX or any of the pumps or anything like that. Okay. What are you going to put the pipe in in order to radiate the heat out? Okay, so I've I've gutted my house, and I'm down to the subfloor. So the game plan was to route channels in my subfloor, put that in, then put flooring on top of that and then go under the house and insulate uh, 
you know, with, with like six inches under. Okay. Uh, but are you, are you going to pour like a uh, concrete on this or, or what are you going to use? I because that's normally the way these systems are designed is to be actually inlaid into concrete. The concrete gets heated up by the hot water pipes and that's what radiates the heat out. Correct. Um, yeah, I'd looked at a at a gypcrete, but that was going to be like six thousand dollars. You know, for six thousand dollars, I could do hardwood floors throughout my house. So I was thinking about just doing it under wood, and that's kind of where I you know need that advice. Okay, you will spend a fortune if you do it under just wood, and try to use a uh, tankless water heater to to control this thing, because that those water lines are going to uh, lose their heat so fast that that tankless water heater is going to just be continuously running. Okay. And when a tankless water heater is running, it's extremely expensive. Where where you save money on a tankless water heater is, let's face it, 90% of the time, or probably 95% of the time, we're not using hot water, so it's not right. on. Right. If you start running it through this floor, you're going to have it running almost 24-7 on a cold day. Because that heat's going to dissipate so fast. If okay. you put it into the concrete, the concrete will be heating up. And then, uh, you know, it would shut on and off a little bit. But these systems really are made to run with a boiler, you know, with uh, through a hot water tank, not, gotcha. not through the tankless. So I think I would reconsider that part of it. Um, okay. And, and I got to be honest, I if I was going to put one in, I would I would put a uh, three inch two to three inch layer of concrete over it. Now they make okay. special pipes that are, you know, you know, the PEX pipe is is the right direction you're headed, but they make special ones for these type of floor systems. They run them in layers, and then you just cover it with like a two inch layer of concrete that'll get he heated up that way, and uh, that'll that'll really make the system work the way it's supposed to. And that's one of the reasons we don't use it here in Texas too much is because, one, it puts out heat continuously too long, and two, the cost of it, we just can't justify it for the temperatures we have. You've worked hard all week. It's time to kick back and relax. Okay, that's enough. Now get up and fix something. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source. 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and hey, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place. Now, I just want to finish up real quick on that last call. If you're looking at putting radiant heat in your home... The whole thing with those tubes, they don't radiate the the temperature out to control the temperature in the room themselves. They have to be embedded into something that will absorb the heat and hold it and release it. And that's the reason concrete is used. Uh, once you heat that concrete up, it'll release that heat you know, for hours and hours and hours. And so even if you're not going to use concrete, you got to use something along that line. And quite frankly, I don't know of anything else. It works extremely well on tiled floors with concrete underneath. Uh, 
and so you know you got to have like I said about two inches of uh, material that you can put on those in order to make it work right anyways 1-800-288-9227 we got Todd Tremonte on the line Todd how are you today I'm doing really well my friend how are you Jim man I'm doing just fine a uh, little sore throat but other than that making it with no problems uh, I think I got a little bit of the same so we'll try to cover for each other here good I'm going to let you talk, and I'll just sit back. No, I'm teasing you. Uh, let's talk about what's going on in, in the, the market right now because, you know, a lot of people are kind of in fear of what's happening with the stock market and stuff like that. Yeah. And I personally have always had the attitude I'd much rather have real estate than stock. Well, you and I agree on that one. That's probably not a surprise to anybody. But I, I will say this, you know, there's there's been just a ton of talk uh, just in the first several days of the year about uh, where the market is headed and if real estate is going to follow some of the stock markets, equity markets, things like that. I would generally say to people that the market in North Texas is still absolutely outstanding. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's more jobs coming to our market than there are homes for those those workers. Um, obviously, you can cut that data up a hundred different ways, but I would just say certainly in the you know traditionally hot areas, Richardson, Plano, North Dallas, Miss McKinney, Frisco, Wiley, Saxie, Murphy, Fort Worth is booming right now. I mean, generally those those popular areas are still doing really well. The one tip I would give people is just to have a heads up that the closer we get to the end of 16 and, and the presidential election, the more uncertainty I expect to see in the market. So I probably, I probably expect a little late summer slow down, nothing crazy, no major losses in value or anything like that. But right now, prices are on the rise quickly, and I, I bet the pace of that might slow down a little bit. So I would just say, if anybody wants to buy or sell right now, it's a great time to do that. There's really nothing to be afraid of. Um, but if you're thinking later in the year, then it might be worth the conversation early just to plan ahead. I hope that helps. Yeah, it, it does, because, you know, I, again, a lot of people get a, afraid of it, and uh I've never been afraid of real estate. I mean, it, it's one of those things you can put your money into it. You, you've you got a, 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 a tangible thing there that you can hold. I mean, granted, you can't pick it up and hold it, but it, it's there. You can see it. You can work on it. You can maintain it. And if you – yeah, and if, and if you want to get rid of it, the, you sell it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people invest in the stock market, and they, they truly don't even understand the stock market. And I'm not saying I'm an expert – but what I do know is that most people understand that people need a home, they need a roof over their head, a place to feed their family and keep them safe. And so there's there's a certain level of demand that's always there. Obviously, real estate is hyper-local. So if you're paying attention, there's always an opportunity. There's always a big mistake to be made, too. But if you've done the homework and, you, and you've investigated an opportunity, uh, I, I certainly think real estate is, is one of the best, if not the very best place to uh, invest your money, really in any market. Okay, well, Todd, you guys sold a couple places for me last year, yep. and you, you did a great job. I mean, it, it went a lot quicker than I expected it to go, <laughs> and uh, I'd like to see what you can do for my listeners. Give us a demonstration. Okay. Well, it's funny that you say that because uh, I, I always love it when you bring it up because selling yours was a bunch of fun, and there was two of them, which gave us the chance to kind of prove our prove our promise twice. But 
You know, here's what I would I would do uh, if you think it would be fun. Um, we usually, you know, throughout the year, we'll sell well over 100 homes. And so in any given week, we're putting two or three or four homes on the market. Just in this past week, uh, I put three, I think maybe four. A couple of those were, were unique properties where the sellers didn't want to sell extremely quickly. But we've got two of them that we just put on the market in the last day or two. And if, if you'd like, I'll, I'll tell you what cities they're in, and you can kind of pick one. And uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll see this time next week what, if we've got them sold or, or what the status is on them. So um, we've got one in Richardson that, um, you know, probably is a perfect fit for most of your listeners. It's an owner that had it for a while, did some work on it, and, and sold it, and is hoping to get top dollar. We've got another one in McKinney that, uh, another real estate agent was trying to sell for a while and, and they didn't have great luck, and so they've hired us to come in and, and get it done. Uh, but you, you pick one of those guys, and uh, they've, they've both what, been on the market for less than a day, and we'll circle back and, and see what and, we do. And what are these houses? Are they three-bedroom, four-bedroom? So so the one in Richardson, I'm looking at my – let me pull up my little list right here. The one in Richardson is a three-bed, two-bath, two-car garage, just under 2,000 square feet it's on the east side of Richardson. Okay. Uh, and the one in McKinney is a four bed, three bath, two car garage, about three thousand square feet. So, um, both of them are are in pretty good shape. That uh, you know the the owners have fixed the things that needed to be fixed and are following our recommendations. And uh, we're about one day into some aggressive marketing on those too. Okay. Now, I would think that the one in Richardson, because you know the the, the standard house is a three two two. Would right. probably be the easier one to sell, the, okay, but a lot of people want four <laughs> bedrooms. I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the hard one. Go McKinney. Well, I, I, I'll be Someone else already you. tried and, and didn't do it, and and uh, you're coming into a, a little bit different home. So let's go with that one. Let's go. Okay, we'll we'll do that one, and if you'd like, I'll report on both of them. But that'll be our okay. case. And uh, it's interesting because you know we we I think like I said I think we put two others on the market, and just as a reminder to you and your listeners. We absolutely love selling homes in seven days or less, and we love selling them well over market value. But not every homeowner wants to do that. We have some people that say, hey, you know, I bought my house uh, last March, and I'd like to get it on the market, but I really don't want to sell it until March. So let's say they bought it two years ago in March because I want to, I want to, uh, I want a tax-free profit when I sell it. I want to make sure it was at least two years to avoid those capital gains tax. So we have, I mean, there's always different reasons. Hey, we want to put it on the market, but we really don't want to move until the spring or until summer or after the surgery or after this job sure. promotion or whatever. So not got to get out of school. Sell that quick. Yeah. So I just want to make, make sure people know um, we don't always have to sell homes that quickly. We 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 have the ability to, to to control some of those things, and sometimes we'll get it under contract that quick, but we'll negotiate not to not to have you have to move out that quick. So. Um, but but uh, these two, I think, should sell real well, and, and we'll give you a report back. Uh, well, you going to call us back week next week then and let us know? Yeah, if you've got some time for me, I'll call in, and I'll let you know how those things are going. We'll, we'll put you down for 1230 again. That way, you know, we're, we're running around the same time. And uh, and I made my notes. Richardson was a 322, and McKinney was a 432. So you got uh, it. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll see what you did. Well, how, can be, how can people get in touch with you, Todd? If folks want to call us and put us to the test themselves on their own home, they, they can call us at 214-310-0008, or some folks like a website, and overunderagent.com is 
where we guarantee to sell houses over the average price and under the average time. Okay, one more time on the phone number. 214-310-0008. All righty. Well, Todd, I appreciate you taking time to call in, and uh, I hope I didn't put you on the spot too much. Well, you got you got me putting my money where my mouth is now, but we're doing that every day all over the Metroplex. So I actually think this will be a ton of fun, so I can't wait to circle back and let you know how we did. So uh, all I look forward to chatting with you next week, my friend. All right. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. And talking about next week, he'll be actually calling us while we're broadcasting from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Uh, we're going to be out there starting next week, so uh, plan on having a good time out there. That's always fun to to head out there to the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. So, you know, if you, if you haven't made plans to go out there yet, it's that time of year. Got a rodeo. To Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Floor and Decor, best selection, best prices, and expert advice. I gotta tell you, if you're looking for hard floor surfaces, Floor and Decor is the place to go. All right, one subject I want to make sure we touch because last week, right after the show, I was watching the news and there was a house fire caused by a fireplace. Some some of the the uh, chimney had a gap in it, and flames got up into the hollow space. You know, if you've got an old house, and and, and I'm talking old real fireplaces that were built back in the 20s, 30s, 40s where it's brick all the way up, this isn't quite as critical as if you're dealing with some of the newer houses that were built in the 60s and on, where the fireplace really just has the flue going up, and then it's hollow around it. The way an old fireplace was built, they literally, you got the outside brick that you're looking at, and everything inside, uh, around the flue was filled in with just old broken brick. So it's solid in there newer construction they quit doing that and so there's this open spot and in a lot of houses it's got wood in there because it's wood siding on the outside well when those flames start coming out that can set the house on fire if you're using your fireplace you need to make sure that you have it checked periodically rule of thumb is every two cords of wood that you burn through it it should be checked or every so many years and typically you know every four years it really ought to be checked whether you're using it or not on a regular basis before you use it because creosol can get in there catch fire and set your house on fire we'll be back in a minute 1-800-288-9227 you can't teach an old texan new tricks man at 68 years old i'm still learning stuff from you unless you're jim dutton Here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. Ah, this portion is brought to you by Cadell Electric. For all your electrical needs, 
4567. That's CadellElectric.com. All right. <clears throat> one, uh, one other thing, though. Uh, I want to remind everybody, check out our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. I mentioned it earlier, and I'm going to mention it again. We've got a six-part series coming out uh, on the Patterson Project through that we did, you know, that uh, where we went in and remodeled their home. This starts January 30th, and each segment will be seven to eight minutes long, and we'll release a new segment every week. So you'll have to, you know, go back and check it out time and time again. Uh, kind, kind of seems like there's a little method to the madness there, doesn't it? But it really is a great video, and you need to check it out. It'll start January 30th. THIPro.com is where you'll be able to find it. Uh, and again, each segment will be seven to eight minutes long, so it doesn't take that long to see it, but it really will be well worth your time to take a look at it. Because we're going to have some more projects coming up like this as well, and you can see what we're doing and what we're talking about when we say we need help with some of these projects. 1-800-288-9227. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. To Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and hey, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Overhaul for a Hero, the Patterson Project video series, episode one, will be available January 30th at THIPro.com. I want to encourage everybody to uh, make sure you go there to take a look at it. But right now, it's time to take calls and answer questions, and I got all open lines right now. So 1-800-288-9227. Pick up the phone, give me a call, save my voice a little bit. And uh, help me out by calling in with a question, 1-800-288-9227. Now, also, when you go to THIPro.com, make sure you sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. Uh, doesn't cost you anything. Got good information on it. Tells you where we're going to be, when we're going to be. Got you know a lot of upcoming shows coming up. In fact, next weekend, we're going to be out at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. We're going to start broadcasting from out there at the WBAP booth, so... You know, you can come out there and say hi, and, you know, who knows? I might have a strange thing on my head, like a cowboy hat. Hmm. Like I don't ever wear one of them. You know, I always like going out to the rodeo places because one of the nice things about it, I don't look out of place. My daughter always says, Dad, why you got your costume on? I'm comfortable in my boots, cowboy hat, and, you know, a lot of times I wear a vest as well, especially if it's cool outside because it keeps my, my uh, core body nice and warm. And I don't look at it as a, as a costume. And when I go out to the rodeos and stuff, I fit right in because everybody's dressing that way. Yeah, but, you know, hey, it's just one of those things. I grew up that way, and I still like to dress that way. It just It's just comfortable for me. But let's talk some home improvement. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. We are getting ready to have our first real freeze. I mean, we're going to be dropping down into 28 degrees, down into the mid-20s, uh, if you're up in the northern part of the Metroplex. If you haven't done it yet, it is it is time to cover the hose bibs. 
at the very least, make sure you unhook the water hoses because the water hose will freeze first and it'll travel right up into that hose bib and freeze the hose bib in the back. So at least get that unhooked. Now, granted, we're not going to be below freezing all that long, so chances are good it won't freeze the hose bib, but if you have a water hose hooked up that's got water in it, it makes it that much easier. And it's it's really not difficult to cover a hose bib. I mean, get those little styrofoam things. It latches on over the faucet handle itself. You just pull the little tab and boom, you got it protected. If you don't have any of those, just take a towel, wrap it around it, and yeah, you can put a rubber band on to hold it in place or a piece of tape around the towel to hold it in place. And if you really want to make it good, just a little spray of water over the towel so the outside freezes and crusts over. The towel will act as the insulator and your pipes will be protected. Usually I end up doing that around 10.30 at night because I forgot to put everything and cover up all the hose bibs and I just run out there, wrap a towel on it and go back to bed. But uh, I think I'll go out and take care of this hose bib problem this year a little earlier. I'm getting older and thinking about these things a little bit more than I used to, I guess. 1-800-288-9227. Margaret, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Well, please, I have a log house, and part of the flooring is, um, it looks like parquet. It's, a, you know, a wood pattern, but it's very thin. It's not, not that, and it's appar as apparently it's been glued to the the concrete found, I guess, that underneath the concrete. And uh -huh. I have been here... Ten years, so I'm sure it was put down before that. And just this year, I have noticed it looks like white is coming up, a white color along the seams of this flooring. And it's getting progressively more so. Uh, and I don't know what has... I thought first it that all maybe someone had spilled something on the floor in an area, but it is in... Um, a, a number of different areas. And when you say it's white, house. is it coming up above the floor, kind of like almost like cotton candy look? No, no. It it just is a white color, a no color. It's it's almost like like the glue or whatever was used. It's it's uh -huh. only through the seams. And when I look down, I see you know the edge of the seams. I didn't even right. know that the flooring was the the size of it was, um, you know, the, the tiles until this started sure. happening. And it very obviously is coming along the seams, but it's not up. It's just a white, a no color. It's taking, seems to be taking away the coloring that was, uh, that look, made it look like wood. But, okay. Uh, and, and are you able to wipe it away? Or, or is it no, something that no, seems no. to be part I of it? Someone, I asked someone who visits because I was concerned initially just about the, the small areas that look white, and they brought shoe polish and put on it uh, to see if that would, you know, put, put a color back so it wasn't so obvious. Uh -huh. But now it is, it is a lot more so, just progressively more in the seams between the whatever the the world they're not even tiles it's so thin but whatever yeah. that is but i don't know okay 
why that or what to do about it because it's beginning well, to be very unsightly. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid what's happening is you're getting moisture coming up through. Uh-huh. And it sound when you say this floor is thin, is it about an eighth inch thick or is it a quarter inch? And I would say an eighth inch. It's very because okay. if, a, if a corner comes up and someone bumps it, it, it breaks off. Okay, this this is a a, 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 a tile, a formica, not a formica, a linoleum tile floor then. Uh-huh. And uh, I think what's what's happening is with all the rain we're, we've been having this year, we have you're getting certainly. some moisture coming up uh-huh. through the concrete. And it's affecting probably the glue that's underneath. You know, a lot of times the glues that were used on these floors, moisture will tend to soften them. Uh-huh. And as it's softening and, and stuff, it may be oozing up between those cracks because the the typical glue color that's used is kind of a, a tan, off-white, tan-type color. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it starts getting wet and moisture to it, it turns almost snow white. Okay, and it kind of sounds like that's what's happening to yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first thing I would tell you is let's take a look outside. Do you have standing water anywhere? And if you do, take care of that standing water, mm-hmm. and that'll more than likely take care of the problem. The well, other no, thing you got to look not... at is if you're on any type of slope, ground moisture can travel through underneath the soil, and if it hits a beam from the from the foundation... It can mm-hmm. stop and build up and put static pressure up. And so that may require, uh, you know, getting into doing French drains or something like that. How old of building is this? Uh, I've been here 10 years, and it is at least, I would say, maybe 20. I know it uh, okay. was built before, but I'm saying it's a longhouse. It has a front porch and back porch uh across the the what parts of the house but then not and all the other consideration and certainly we have had a lot of rain and i would say within the last two years i had a metal roof put on which is one thing that is different and with the metal roof uh water water does pour off the house there's no standing water near the house but when it rains really really hard and it comes off that metal roof then, you know, for a time, the water is there, <laughs> coming off the roof close to the house. Yeah. And the, and the, this is sand and clay soil, so I know that some sand has even been washed away when the water is coming down so hard. So yeah. that, that is a problem, and that could... And, and I get, and I will bet you money, that's really all it is, is to... Uh, you may have to put some gutters on to capture that water and run it away without it cutting into the soil that way, mm-hmm. and that will probably clear up your problem. Okay. Is there anything I said about when this comes down so hard it washes the sand soil away? Is uh-huh. there anything that can be done uh, against the foundation or to keep the sand from washing away? Use a heavier clay-based soil rather than a sand-based, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't wash as easily. But if it's coming down in sheets that way, uh-huh. it can still uh, cut into it and, and allow it to wash. So that's the reason I'm thinking if you just put some gutters on, you'll probably take care of the problem. 
Okay. Are are there bricks or anything uh, against the found, anything that can be done against the concrete foundation that would would no. send the water away? <laughs> nope. Nope. Just no. the gutters to get that water away. Okay. And gutters can be put on a on a metal roof. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. Margaret, have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jim Dutton to the rescue. I've never seen such a mess. Jim Dutton to the rescue. Was that put in correctly? Jim Dutton to the rescue. I need some help. Jim Dutton to the rescue. This is your total home improvement source with Jim Dutton. And this portion is made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just $36.80. If you need replacement windows, you need to call America's Choice Windows. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. Elaine, welcome to WBAP. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate your program. I heard your comment about the fireplaces. My house was built in the 50s. And could you recommend someone to inspect my fireplace in the Fort Worth area? The last people I had that came out to clean it did a little more than vacuum from inside the house. Yeah, when when they're actually cleaning it, what they're doing is they, they do hook up a vacuum inside down the bottom, and then mm-hmm. they go up to on the roof, and they should be running brushes down through the fireplace. I know, chimney but these itself, people did And they not. didn't do it? No. Okay. I do don't I need more than just someone to clean it. Do I? I mean, can they also inspect it? If if they're a certified chimney sweep through the chimney guild, yes, okay. they should be able to inspect it and and everything. Um, and I don't have a recommendation because a lot of these guys do this on a part time basis, not a full time type job. Uh, but what you're going to be looking for is somebody who is certified through the chimney guild. Chimney guild. Yeah. How will I find out if they are? Uh, surprisingly enough, if you look in the yellow pages, they are some. there are some of them listed under Chimney Sweep. Okay. I got them out of the yellow pages. The first one person I had got up on top and put a, a cover on the front inside and cleaned it uh-huh. from the top. But I thought I was calling the same people, but I didn't. Well, I appreciate your help. I will try to find somebody. Elaine, you take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. 1-800-288-9227. Jim in Springtown, how are you? Yes, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good. What can I do for you? Uh, you know, I have a multiple multiple uh, questions, I guess, for you. Uh, number one, our daughter over in Ir- uh, Irving had some hail damage to her roof on that last storm. And uh, uh-huh. I'm, I was listening to your show I know once in a while you, uh, um, I'm looking for a reliable, um, what, what professional roofing company to give her an estimate on that, uh, on repairing that roof for her insurance company. And, uh, second one is I'm in Springtown and I have a metal barn and the, uh, some of the screws in the roof, uh, need to be replaced. I've called all around and I can't find any repair people that do that in the, uh, this particular neck of the woods. So I was wondering if you happen to have anyone you, uh, well, the first one I would have you call for your daughter's house is Arrington Roofing right. at 214-698-5500. Right. 
And I'm not sure if they would service uh, Springtown or not, but you can check with them. Yeah. And if not, they, I'm sure they would have a good referral for you. That's yeah, worth a shot. Um, yeah, I just uh, uh, just uh, some seams and some screws up there. I, I would normally yep. be able to do that, but I uh, I was hit by a car and I have vertigo, so I can't get up on the ladder that high. It's about forty feet up. So anyway, uh, next question. You, if I'm permitted to have a your your older... body's not not going to outdo that car, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> Uh, I'm also doing a re- re- uh, trying to do a repair on a uh, shower, master bedroom shower, and it has uh, about 25 year old uh, uh, white square uh, tiles in it, and uh, they're in it's like 98 percent in good shape. Um, some of the caulking in one corner, for example, got a little bit of mildew behind it. I'm replacing that, and I'm having a hard time locating uh, some cracked tile down the bottom. They're shaped like, I would call it a sh- uh, like a boot shape. In other words... Yeah. Well, the unfortunate thing is the tile companies are forever changing their tile patterns. Even the you know regular square ones become difficult to find. Check with floor and decor, take a good picture of it, and check with them and see if they can't uh, order something like that. And... Uh, beyond that, you, you're just going to be looking for a place that can, you know, somehow match it. But you're not going to do very well at uh, finding old tiles that way. Here's the short answer with the real estate expert, Todd Tremonti. Hey, folks, it's Todd Tremonti with Market Experts Realty and the Todd Tremonti Home Selling Team. And you may be thinking you've got an amazing house and this market is hot and you're going to sell it and you're going to do that completely on your own. Jim would want me to tell you the truth. So here's the truth. That's very difficult to do, but it is possible. If you're going to do it, you want to make sure that your home is in excellent condition and that as many people as humanly possible know about it. So the old for sale by owner sign out front really isn't enough. The market's hot. You could get a buyer. It wouldn't be a problem to quote unquote sell the house, but it would definitely be an issue whether or not you sold that for the maximum value. And if you did so quickly and if you were really protected through the process. So if you're thinking about selling it on your own, just make sure that you go well beyond the normal sign in the yard and maybe a post on Craigslist. You're going to want to get it in front of as many viewers as possible. Great photos. You're going to want to stage it. You're going to want to have it in great condition. You're going to want to get it in front of home buyers as well as potential agents to bring you home buyers. So it can be done, but I would caution those of you that are not willing to put in that full effort that it would be wise to hire a real estate professional. But if you're going to do it on your own, just make sure that you get it in tip-top shape and you get it in front of a heck of a lot of buyers and not just the old sign in the yard and hope it works out. I'm Todd Tremonti with Market Experts Realty and the Todd Tremonti Home Selling Team. And if you have questions about selling by owner or anything else real estate related, give me a call at 214-310-0008. Now, back to Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, I've got to tell you guys, I used to have a real estate license. I sold real estate. I specialized in foreclosures. I was I was young when I did it. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes time for me to sell houses now, I know I don't do it myself. I hire the professionals. That's why Todd has sold houses for me because he really does know what he's doing and gets the job done right and markets properties to where they do sell quickly for the best price. And that really does make a huge difference for for you. I'm, I'm, it really is not 
something you want to do yourself. Yes, you can sell it, but it will end up costing you thousands of dollars typically in the long run. Anyways, 1-800-288-9227. Charles, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Oh, yes, sir. Are you there? Yes, sir. What can I do for oh, you? Okay. Uh, I'm trying to install a uh, inline water filter from my well to the house. And okay. A Rusco sediment trapper. And the instructions say that the pressure switch should be in ahead of the filter. And, of course, right now my pressure switch is way down at the pressure tank. <laughs> right. Uh, so... Can I just take that pressure switch off of there and plug that hole and move it up line somewhere? Okay, so you said it that you said it said that it should be ahead of the filter though. Are you saying it yeah. should be behind the filter? No, it says it says you should have the there should be the pressure switch, then the filter, okay. then the pressure tank. Okay, so where are you trying to put the filter then? Because if, if the pressure switch is down by the uh, pressure tank and everything, uh, I'm, I'm not sure where you're trying to install oh, okay. this filter. I'm, I'm, having, I'm trying to install the, <clears throat> the filter. Oh, how do I describe it? It's quite a ways up and over from where the uh, present pressure switch is. Okay. So in order to, you know, basically what I would have to do is move the pressure switch from where it is now to um, ahead of where the filter is. Okay. And uh, I'm assuming that I can just put that pressure switch on there and get whatever adapter for it to fit on the plastic pipe. And then, you know, I have to take that little tube out that goes into the... I would not move my pressure switch. I mean, I, I have a well here at my house, uh -huh. and I do, and I have a filter on, on my system as well. And I will tell you, because my well head and pressure tank and everything are underground. I've mm -hmm. got a 12-foot pit that they're in. Uh, I actually installed my filter after the pressure tank. And the main reason I did that, I didn't want to have to crawl down into that hole every time I wanted to, you know, flush out that filter. Yeah. And granted, it's nice if you can have the filter before the tank because it keeps stuff from getting into the pressure tank. Yeah. But I will tell you, the previous pressure tank I had lasted over 30 years before it had to be replaced, well, I, and there I was no a, filter, so I'm not worried about it. I'm not having a problem with getting the filter on there before the tank. Yeah. That's 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 what I was planning on doing, and then okay. I read these directions that said the uh, yeah, pressure. The, the only, yeah, the only reason they're telling you to do it that way is they're trying to protect everything in the series. Well, I personally would just put it put it where you can get it. Okay, because it says that enables it to backwash itself, I guess. That that pressure switch should have nothing to do with it backwashing itself. Unless the pressure switch is attached to the uh, filter itself, 
Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it should have no no relationship to to the backwash. The one I the one I use, I have to manually backwash. I mean, I literally go down, flip the butterfly valve, and and shut it off again after it's backwashed. Um, yeah, well, on this one, it's got a, a sediment drain at the bottom that right. you can open, and yep. that's all you have to do is open that and close it when it's washed out the sand or whatever. Right, uh, and it's not hooked but, up to the pressure switch in any means to, to automatically do that, so I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, but if, it says if you want it to actually wash back and clean itself from the inside out, it's when you'd have to have the pressure switch ahead of it. So, I but you're always going to you're always if you're after the pressure switch, you know, between the pressure switch and the tank, you're always going to have pressure on it. Uh huh. Because the tank the tank back feeds to to that section of it, you you wouldn't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You bet. Take care. Mm-hmm. Better than your favorite beverage washing down a big bag of pork rinds. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency, 214-343-2601, or visit sunburstshutters.com. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that's 1-800-288-9227. Don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. So you'll find links to all our different, you know, things we got going on, all our sponsors that we have here, and uh, these are all companies I've checked out. You know, when you hear me recommend a company, and a lot of times you'll hear me say, "I don't have somebody to recommend for that." If I don't know that somebody's going to do a great job for you, I'm not going to recommend them. Everybody you hear me recommend on the show here, whether they're a sponsor of the show or not, are people that I know will do the job right that I've done business with, that I've taken the time to check out. So when I make a, a referral on them, it's it's basically a personal referral from me. It's not just somebody who's paying to be part of the show. In fact, I've turned down a lot of people to be part of the show simply because when I start checking out the business, it, it doesn't float. And I just can't do that. Uh, I, I got, you know, I, I've been in construction too long, seen too many people who are rip-off artists in the industry, and I just don't want to be associated with that. So, But at this point, if you got a home improvement question, i got time to take your calls and answer your questions at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Okay, one of the email questions that had come in through our members-only site at thipro.com Having a problem with small amount of condensation within north-facing outside wall. Wall construction is brick, backerboard, studs with fiberglass, insulation, drywall paneling. Moisture is collecting between inside of drywall and paneling, only at top quarter inch of wall, or top quarter of wall, rather. 
checked everything else as water source. Left wall open for six months, no problem. Somehow need to ventilate or dry out. Well, <clears throat> what's happening, I will guarantee you what's happening there is there's a small spot where outside air is able to, to come in. And the cool air, and whether it's cool air outside or cool air inside, when they meet, they form condensation. And so if you can seal everything and make sure that you don't have any air ventilating through there, you will fix this problem. That is the biggest problem with insulation. If it's not covering everything, you can, you can have these isolated spots where cool air blows through and it can cause these little mold pockets. Happens a lot of times around windows and such. Carl, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Yeah, um, I wanted to install a filter on my well. Uh-huh. And wondered uh, if you had anybody you could recommend to do that, or can it be done that I do it myself? It's really not a difficult do-it-yourself pro uh, process. Uh, you know, d depending on what type of filter you want. Now, they make several different kinds, but most filters, once you go from the pump, are you using this in your home? Yes. Okay. When you go from the uh, tank to the home is where you'd put an inline filter for the home itself. And uh, they, they make several different types. I would recommend that you have the water checked first. There are places like A&M that you can send the water source to. It'll, they'll uh, run a check on it and tell you exactly what kind of filtration system you need. Then you can decide if it's what you want to install or not. Because sometimes all you need is a sediment filter. Other times you need a more uh, elaborate system where it's, it's not just for sediment, but a uh, one for water softening and taking out minerals and all that kind of stuff. In that case, you may want to get a uh, you know somebody who specializes in that to come out and do it. But the first thing you got to do is have the water checked first. Have it you know uh, analyzed to make sure you're getting the right filtration system. Got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. Listening to Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, we do all that twitting and tweeting and Facebooking and carrying on. So give us a like on our Facebook page and unfriend your home improvement problems. You have to admit that was clever. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Welcome back and last call of the day, Bob in Fort Worth. What can I do for you? Hi, Jim. Um, I've got a question on replacement windows. I've got uh, about 30 windows to replace in my house. They're uh, basic dimensions like 24 by 80, so they're tall and thin. Uh, huh? They are single pane right now. I'm considering replacing most of them with fixed pane windows, i.e. no moving parts. Okay. Um, first of all, for uh, the efficiency uh, aspect, and second of all, for an aesthetic aspect, just so you can see out of them better. Um, do you think that would affect any potential resale? It will depend on the rooms. Like if it's a bedroom or something, yes, because code requires that window to be able to open as an emergency exit. 
And so you would have to look at that. If you have America's Choice windows out, they'd be able to go over all that with you and you know fill you in on what's acceptable and what's not as far as codes, uh, because that can be an important part of trying to sell the house. That music means I am totally out of time. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure you check us out, THIPro.com, and I'll see you at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo next weekend.